Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day they wasted time, effort, and money on repetitive tasks that added no value. One day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to show them the way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate, and make better decisions. Because of that, these businesses grow, scale, and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm your host at Better Automation Podcast by Processio, where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your business processes and life. My guest today is Jason. Jason is an automation specialist and the founder at Zensiple Solutions, as well as Automation Made Simple, focusing on workflow automation. His companies are MailChimp Certified, MailerLite Certified, Typeform Certified, and certified as a Zapier expert. Jason is an IT engineer with over 25 years of experience in multiple roles, as well as a keen traveler who has been all over the world, cycling across Australia, Indonesia, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Myanmar, Nepal, and India. Jason, how are you today? Um, I'm very well. Thank you for having me, Aziz. Nice introduction. It's my honor. It's my privilege. And I'm excited about this. And to give the viewers some context, context, what's your story? What made you be interested in automation? You've been doing roles in all kinds of positions in IT. Why the focus on automation? Um, yeah, as you say, I've spent a lot of time in um, corporate IT, uh, doing lots of different roles. Most of my career was a system administrator. Uh, and part of that work um, in the later years was using automation tools that were for sort of corporate. So these expensive Microsoft-based tools and things like SQL Server and Business Intelligence to automate. And I worked a lot doing that. I liked it. I think I have that kind of logical brain. I like to I like to work things out like that. And um, and so after having some time in the sort of corporate world, I decided to have a look elsewhere, did some traveling, as you mentioned, but then started to come across tools like Zapier and Integromat and realized that these tools was now available to smaller companies, you know, with the pay-as-you-go um, kind of subscription services that these tools that we were using for bigger, larger companies could really revolutionize smaller businesses. Um, and that kind of inspired me to start my own business and start trying to help small companies to automate their, their processes. Tell me more. You said it can, automation can revolutionize the experience for small businesses. How? When is the best time in your experience for them to begin to do so? And what kind of quick ROIs or changes can they expect from such 
projects, improvements, automations. Yeah, so a lot of the smaller businesses, small to medium businesses that we come across, they are, they know the processes very well. So this is the first thing I always say to businesses. First of all, you have to understand your processes. You have to understand what you want to do. So when companies are first getting started, they're finding their feet, but eventually they'll know the processes, whether they have it written down anywhere or not, they will know exactly what to do. So part of the work is helping them to document that, helping them to get that down. Sometimes for the first time they've ever seen it laid out on a screen, you know, this is goes from A to B to C to D. So planning out these processes and then a lot of them will have spreadsheets and data all over the place. So it's just a case of, you know, things like big wins for smaller businesses, things like Airtable, where you can just pull all that information into one place and just tell them that this is the, this is the hub of everything you have. This is where we're going to contain the data and then working with them to map out their processes and then look for some quick wins in how we can automate the things that they're doing. Tell me more in that imagine I'm a client. I came to you, I say, I'm like running around just taking care of fires, firefighting all day long. I'm not looking at the whole big picture of the business. I don't know what's going on. I'm sure some of my hours are wasted and gone forever and never to be recovered. And I want to understand what's happening to feel some safety because of past performance, which is like the only indicator we have for what will happen next to know whether I'm on the right track or I'm burning money without being aware of it, as well as, uh, you know, not need to do whatever, anything that can be taken over by automation. What would you t tell them? How will that process be? Imagine just walking us through a project you're doing for me or for a viewer how will it be it's usually like we start at the beginning so okay where where what's the trigger for everything that happens what is the first step is it a phone call is it an email is it from somebody on your website filling in a form an inquiry so start there at the very beginning to find out exactly what triggers everything because that's the point that then everything will all these actions will then occur from these points and sometimes there's multiple triggers, but it's just finding out exactly what that point is. And then a high level view of trying to map out exactly what that is. And then we always say to start small, because if you try to automate everything at once, um, you can come unstuck very quickly. So we start small, start with the foundations, look for the big wins again. You know, what is being automation is all about uh, repetitive steps. So with lots of companies, there's always these repetitive steps, these actions. So it's finding what they are exactly so that you can automate those. Um, and then just iterate from there, just progress out from there. I say, try not to automate everything because, you know, there's always um, exclusions to the rules and things like that. And you want to just be able to deal with them exemptions, maybe manually if you need to. But just look at the core, look at automating the core and work out slowly from there. I love that. And a lot of people might not imagine how useful it is to go through the thinking process of mapping uh, out their processes. Because 
you will notice efficiencies, you will notice things that can be improved. Also, not needing to think about what to do next, having checklists, having like step-by-step -step procedures frees up your mind in order to innovate and create something new rather than being in that reactive mode thinking, oh, what to do next? Having a sense of forgetting a step at every time. When people come to you for help, businesses, what seems to be the most common pain point that they need help with that they understand that automation will solve? Yeah, a lot of it is they are, they're frightened of missing something. They're frightened of dropping the ball. They're juggling all these different things. They know that they're not efficient. They know that they are missing things. They are not following up. Um, so that's what they're looking for, really. Like I said, they're, they're looking for some way that they can empty their head, have alerts and information reminded you know, sent to them to remind them at the key times so their mind is free to focus on what their actual job is or what, you know, what they're trying to achieve. So a lot of it is just, yeah, it's just giving them the confidence that they can focus on what they need to do, making sure they're not going to miss anything. There's triggers that will follow up. There's emails that can alert them if they've missed something so that they can just focus on, you know, what they're trying to achieve in their business. Um, and that is a, that's a common theme where especially small businesses that are growing fast, they, they, they have a, they have a small foundation that they start with and it works fine, but it cannot grow. You cannot grow with it. And they realize that. And this is why they come and talk to, to me about that. And this is where we start to look at that kind of thing, the foundation for them. I really love the usefulness, the power and the life changing possibilities that Automation tools, for example, well, my favorite is Processio, but each person can have their own. And to you specifically, I know I ask this, but I want a deeper question. What interests you in motivation? I mean, in automation, what motivates you to keep going, to keep doing it? You could be, I don't know, a full stack developer or a system, like you said, um, like taking care of servers and systems and all those activities that could be highly paid in a way that a freelancer going through feast and famine might not um, might appreciate. So what keeps you going? What keeps you feeling motivated to automate to help people who need automation to focus on that? Is it that saving time will allow them to spend more time with their children and families and that is important to you? Is it that you're a productivity um, like focused person and therefore increasing productivity and efficiency in the world is something that matters to you? Is it a growing market and therefore you see the need growing and growing and therefore you want to be part of that or what keeps you going yeah i think it, i think it's a lot of those things when you're a system administrator you it's a thankless task if the system's up and running uh nobody cares okay it's you, you but when it goes wrong you know you're the cause of it there's lots of pain your job is to keep the system running and everybody then takes that for granted that the systems are running, therefore uh, everything's okay. There's no, there's no thanking in it and there's no, 
there's no gratitude or, or no pleasure taken from it. Um, but when you're working with small businesses and you can see them struggling and you can see lots of possibilities that will help them, these are sometimes these are very big wins and you can turn a company around. So, so what you do in automation in this line of work, you do make a difference. You, you're not just keeping something afloat, you're making changes. Um, and also I like, I like going into businesses where there's this chaos around and just trying to simplify, just try, because a, a lot of things are complicated, um, seem complicated as when there's a lot of chaos. But if you can just sit back, and this is the thing that business owners don't have time to do. So it's like a therapy session sometimes where you just step them back out, out of what they're doing and just slowly look at exactly what you're trying to do. And sometimes you get this a lot where businesses and people within the business, they do a process. They're not even sure why they do that process. They've always done it. The person before them told them how to do it. And sometimes that's not the best way of doing things. So by stepping back and an advantage of being an outsider is you haven't got all these biases and all this politics that come with businesses as, that sometimes shape how a business works. You can just step back and logically say, well, this is, this, this is your process and this is how it should be done. And so sometimes just showing that to customers, um, it'll be the first time they've seen that and that excites them and, and just helping companies to grow. Um, that inspires me as well. I can imagine the satisfaction you can get from taking something that is chaos and turning it into order and usefulness as well and eliminating all the things that are taking up money, time, effort, and that shouldn't be done at all. Uh, I remember Peter Drucker said that there is no bigger waste than to do efficiently things that should not be done at all. So <laughs> a lot of people might be doing that without being aware of it. And since you are an expert that is using all of the wonderful tools that help with automation, with uh, data reporting, with organization and all that, do you feel there is something, a frustration when using those tools that is not solved, something that might be missing, or a technology that you think is up and coming that will change even more the whole state of the automation um, community and tools and best practices? Yeah, I mean, this, I, I think the tools that we're using now are fantastic. And, and the, over the last five to 10 years, the, the, the way these tools have grown, um, is incredible and there's still a lot that can be done with them um I, I think the big changes over the next sort of five to ten years as you're seeing in the developer world is this kind of um, machine learning and ai kind of tools that will solve some of the problems where you have um where things are just not straightforward where there's um exceptions to the rules that we talk about that are very hard to d deal with with automation uh, you need, you know, you know, you need hard, fast rules when you're automating. But I think some of the tools that will be coming, um, which will look at trends and things like that, and maybe uh, change and um, based on the trends that they're seeing. So some of the analysis tools 
I mean, we've seen it sort of five, 10 years ago in corporate business, sort of the analysis tools where you could do um, plain English searches and things like that. Um, so I think they'll come a long way. Things like copy AI in the, um, in the, in the copy business where, you know, a, a piece of software can go out there and write, you know, a 10 page essay or blog on the subject by just giving a few words. I mean, the, these tools are incredible. So I'm looking forward to how that would integrate into the automation business as well. I like that the automation business going into more and more integration with more tools. Uh, it's like the whole foundation and basis is that you integrate as many of the tools you're using, automate what doesn't need to be done to use the best um, in field of each one and now to grow and get AI on your side and things like that. That sounds wonderful. You spoke about data, about reporting. Well, a lot of startups don't have that long of a history and backup data for them to get some kind of like moving averages or reporting that is not just what's happening right now, which could be affected by a million and one things. How do you deal with that? Let's say it's a brand new company or one that has been there for maybe less than six months or something, and they didn't collect too much data. Do you recommend for them to wait a bit but keep on collecting data do you begin doing like showing dashboards showing things for them to be aware of the current situation how do you approach such a project yeah it's like you say i mean good reporting and analysis needs lots of data behind it but um i always start if i'm using Airtable or something like that then i will build dashboards because they're still, it's still very useful to know, you know, who's your biggest client, who's buying the most things, um, you know, where your time is going, projects won and lost and why they've been won and lost. You can still get some, you know, small trends that you'll start to see that are useful for the company and things that they've never had before. So again, a lot of small businesses are just head on, just plowing through and probably missing opportunities or wasting a lot of time with maybe clients that, um they spend a lot of time with but they're not getting a lot of profit from um so just giving them giving them small insights can help you know them blindly blindly running on through the company so they, they do help even though there's not a lot of data and you can't do sophisticated analysis it's good enough for them to adjust get some feedback and maybe change how they're working i really like that and i thought of a question that i'm really curious about how had traveling all over the world, cycling in Asia and in many other places, inspire you in your business or teach you about automation? Or what lessons did you extract that can help a business owner or someone to think better about automation? Either way, either one of them would be a wonderful answer. Yes, yeah, a typical one. I mean, the thing I know is coming from, from coming from the UK uh, and going through these uh, countries like Indonesia um, is you see a lot of inefficiencies in these countries and you you see that um, the, the changes and, and it's kind of like having a superpower. So like Indonesia, perhaps it's like 20, 30 years behind in some, in some ways, 
And so you can see lots of opportunities here, lots of inefficiencies. Um, but then on the other hand, you can also see in, in, in the Southeast Asian countries that they're leapfrogging, they're going from, from nothing to the best tech. And some of the tech companies that are here in Indonesia are just incredible. So it's inspiring to see how on, 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 you know, you can be riding through villages that live in small huts and, 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 and no roads, but then the, the technology behind some of the companies um, here, like Grab, for instance, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Grab. Grab is, um, Grab is like, it was started off like a company like Uber. So just for, um, you know, rides and now they, they do, they do finance, they do food, they do cleaning services. Um, so it's inspiring to see how young people now here in these countries with access to the internet, with access to YouTube, so they have the best university in the world. They can, with no money, learn these skills and, and, and uh, turning out some incredible companies and some incredible technology. So um, that's inspiring as well. This whole conversation was an inspiring one. It's honestly my privilege and my honor to spend time with you to explore and understand how that courage that takes from moving from doing a thankless task, as you mentioned, as a system administrator to someone who has to make a difference, to see the difference you make, to also show uh, the benefits so that you get more clients and it becomes more of a hunting rather than a farming kind of life and situation. And if people relate to your story, to what you're saying, they want to use your services or to communicate with you or to learn more about what you do, what are the best links for them to do that? And I'll make sure to write some of them in the description. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, my website is automationmadesimple.co. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sensible SOL, Sensible Soul. Um, also, we do, uh, I run a training company for virtual assistants called No Code VA. You'll find that on the website. But this is, to, is this is a community where I'm teaching no code tools to virtual assistants and online business uh, managers, um, because these are the people that can really benefit from these tools as well, um, working with clients. These these people are doing the kind of administration work, so automation is right um, for that kind of thing. Sorry, administration is right for automation. So you can find the details on the website as well. But yeah, just hit me hit me up on Twitter, and uh, we can go from there. Thank you. And for me, I cannot end without mentioning Processio and recommending it to everyone. Uh, Processio is the modern low-code, no-code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise-grade backend for your software. To all the listeners, you can request access to a free account at processio.app. And if you want to upgrade, there is a generous 50% discount code. It's better 50 off, one word, all in capital letters. And you can find the link in the description. Again, Jason, enjoy Indonesia. If I understood correctly, you're over there. I'm happy you're enjoying the healthy exotic fruits and the life that will be unique, interesting every day 
which is what people can have when they automate the repetitive tasks in their businesses. And therefore, they can actually be in Indonesia eating some mangoes and um, learning the language and meeting the locals rather than being stuck repeating for the millionth time the same thing they did yesterday and the day before because they're not doing things efficiently and taking advantage of all the automation opportunities found in this world. Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much.